Singapore Stories with Eugene Lowe. I told my mom this morning that uh, I'm awarded the CSP and she laughed at me. You've been speaking for 52 years and it just certified you to speak? You must be pretty awful. <laughs> Out of the professional speakers based in Singapore, only about 20 of them have met the strict criteria to be named Certified Speaking Professional, or CSP. And in 2019, Andrew Chow achieved this certification. I want to thank my dad because even though he's not around for the last 33 years, I was actually suffering from a stammering issue until 18 years old. And he was so fed up with me that he told me, son, when you go out to work, please do not tell people that you're my son. So this award is for him. I still love him. But I just want to tell you that, Dad, you're wrong. But Dad, this is for you. He is a successful social media and public relations strategist, entrepreneur and speaker based in Singapore who has spoken in over 20 countries within seven years. Yet, he had a stuttering problem till he was 18. And today's Singapore story belongs to Andrew Chow. And I promise that story about how he got over his stuttering will be coming up. I thought that I would be a civil servant for life after my army days back in 1987. But after six years, I thought that that would be enough. So I started joining uh, uh, a very old retail brand, Kodak, in 93. And that's how I learned about retail. So from a civil servant, I went to retail. Uh, five years later, 1997-98, Asia financial crisis, I had to switch again and I went to do events. And in 2005, I, I became a dating agency owner. And in 2010, I became a professional speaker. So it was kind of like a progression uh, because I don't believe that we are just made to do one thing. Our life is a journey. So whatever we do, as long as we have the brand, we are just adding skills, stacking all our talents one after another. So it enriches every stage of our life. And that is why I evolve from one to the other. So disruption is nothing uh, new to me. And I've been encouraging a lot of people that you know, if you don't do this, you can always do that. There's always more than one way to grow. You know, we arrive in stages, we just grow in levels. Yeah, so uh, that, I actually have these skills here, and it's coming handy. So, so I mean, to, to, to an outsider, right? I mean, it seems quite different or disparate, those roles that you mentioned to me, right? Uh, so how do you decide to go into a, a, a role that seems quite radical, quite different from the previous one. How do you know it, it will work for you? Okay, so to me, uh, I focus on the internal branding essence. I think branding is really about communicating who you are as a person. So if you're authentic, if you're sincere, if you are a sharing person, uh, whatever you do doesn't matter because people are buying you as a person. People buy into you, people buy into your character, your personality, your core values. What you do is just an extension of yourself. So unlike many people who, who want to use personal branding to brand what they do, I think it's not wrong, but I always think that life is three stages, you know, be, do, and have. 
So I'd rather focus on the B doing it. It's just uh, very transient. After a few years, to do something else. So I never focus on the doing. I focus on the being. So that is how it carries me. So uh, uh, nobody even remember my company name, but they remember my name. And uh, it helps me along. So to me, it's an advantage. So I can transit into maybe a media startup, and I think I will do reasonably well because of my connections, because people know what I stand for. So I'm not worried about that. In fact, I think I'm not even done yet for from evolving. I think uh, in a few years' time, we're doing something else again. Yeah, is that the reason why you always use, I mean, at Ideas Andrew is kind of like your your calling card, right? In every single thing that you do, I mean, on social media, right? Is, is that, so, uh, yeah. Yes, I, uh, there are two reasons. I'm glad you noticed it. Uh, when I started, I was an early adopter. So even on LinkedIn, I was the first 5 million people who signed an account. So I was, the, 13 years ago, I was on YouTube. So I used the same handle everywhere in every platform. I managed to get it. Ideas and Andrew. It's my, my company name and my name together. And that becomes like a, a nickname given to me by a lot of my peers because I'm just full of ideas and when I talk to people, ideas come to me and I know that those ideas are not for me and I'll share it to my friends because I see myself as a channel. So and I'm energized by that. So mm. life is so Thing that I know the ideas don't come to me. When the ideas come to me, I must share it. And when the ideas that is for me, I know I must implement it because I believe God is fair. Everybody, uh, some people at the same time will also have the idea. So whoever make it into a reality, make it into an implementation, they will win. Not the first one who has the idea. I don't believe you know people can steal your ideas, but people can develop an idea into an actual implementation and they are the eventual winner. So Ideas Andrew is really uh, a name that I'm very proud of. It was given to me. Uh, I didn't do it on purpose, but after a while I find that it is very prophetic and it's symbolic of my life. In 2013, he was listed as the top 10 most influential speaker in Singapore by the Singapore Business Review. He has addressed more than 20,000 people on digital marketing, personal branding, Anagram, public relations and branding, and in 2019 became a CSP or Certified Speaking Professional, the industry gold standard. Today's Singapore story belongs to Andrew Chow and our conversation continues after we check on traffic. Look for roadworks, Sims Avenue towards Changi. Thereafter, Aljunet Road, avoid the left lane. Singapore Stories with Eugene Lowe. I give an example right now, COVID. Um, everybody is thinking about how do you transit online? How do you do virtual stuff? Um, you know, in the past, I always believed that I market my brand. But now in COVID, I brand my marketing. Andrew Chow is one of just a handful of certified speaking professionals or CSPs in Singapore, but he struggled with a stuttering problem until he was 18. His Singapore story continues here on CNA 938. So I do everything I have selling. I helping my friends through giving free webinars, uh, giving out free knowledge so that they can all get better. So I move 
I moved the needle by walking the talk because I saw the ideas. I believe some of them will take and run with it. I think knowledge is uh, good, but attitude is more important. So I'd rather be the one who sow you the seeds and you run with it because my blessing will come from somewhere else. So and indeed I have. So I know this principle works. So the more I do, the more I give, the more I share about ideas and they implement it, the more I gain. So uh, it's fun doing it. You, know, you can see that every day uh, the process keeps repeating. I'm so excited. Right. So you derive joy from it. So it's something that is innate. In, is part of your personality because this, I mean, to some, some, somebody else with a different sort of personality might sound like a lot of work and it requires a lot of determination, right? How do you keep this up, this sort of thing? But for you, it's something that you personally find rewarding? Mm -hmm. I think energy, it's something that not just comes from the body. I think it's come from the soul as well. So it's like the soul being exercised and being very agile every time. You know, when you love your job so much, right, you don't feel that you are actually working, you feel that you're having fun. So in your soul, if you feel that there's so much joy giving, you don't feel that you are losing out. In fact, the one who give, the one who teach, actually learn twice. There are so many times I'm amazed by the words that come out of my mouth when I teach people. And then after when I sit back and reflect on my own words, I'm thinking, oh my, I can't believe I say that. I better write it down. So, so uh, the more I share, the more I learn. So sharing to me has never been a problem. Uh, um, I think it's a blessing. And you know, you know what, Eugene, we are already better off than many, many people. Yeah. And I think we are blessed to be a giver because a lot of things, we have access to it. We have abundance. We don't need so much things. I think the best is to share. You know, whether is it food, whether is it money, whether is it resources. You know, if you're rich, you can share, I mean, you can do a lot of donation. If you're someone like me who have a lot of ideas, you can contribute creativity. Some other people who are well connected, they can uh, contribute resources. If every one of us do this, you know, we don't need too many Bill Gates around. You know, you really, you, you pay a lot of givers around, we don't need a lot of um, philanthropies. You know, the world can survive on its own and we have enough. Yeah. And at this point, let me congratulate you, Andrew, for getting your certification uh, as a certified speaking professional just last year, actually. I want to thank my dad because even though he's not around for the last 33 years, I was actually suffering from a stammering issue until 18 years old. And he was so fed up with me that he told me, son, when you go out to work, please do not tell people that you're my son. So this award is for him. I still love him. But I just want to tell you that, Dad, you're wrong. But Dad, this is for you. Today, you are a well-recognized speaker. Um, in fact, more than that, you've had, you've had ton of, tons of accolades and uh, accolades, and your previous uh, recent one was this one, CSP, right? But the interesting thing is that you, you were mentioning earlier as well that you know, in, uh, until you were in your teens, you had a stuttering problem. So yeah. how, yes. what, was that all the way for, since you were young, like a, an infant or a toddler? So uh, what happened was this, uh, in case people don't know what st stuttering and stammering, 
the difference. Actually, stuttering means you struggle with certain syllables and stammering. You, you are struggling with different words. And it goes like this. Uh, ha, 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 hi, you, you have, have you taken your, your lunch? This, this was how I speak for 17 years since childhood. Uh, I think that attributed to the fact that my parents was very protective. Uh, they don't allow me to play with my own little kampong kids. So I grew up in Chinatown. My childhood was spent looking out the window, looking at other kids playing. I know their names. I know where they stay, but I never talked to them. You know who I was talking to? My grandfather was a landlord in my Chinatown shop house, and my tenants was all the 70-year-old plus uncle. So I was raised as a kid. Right. I never learned to communicate uh, as a kid to other kids. So I began to be very afraid uh, when I talked to my parents and my father was very strict. And the more strict he, is, he was to me, the more afraid I was afraid to speak up. And it was so bad until he was telling me, son, if ever one day you grow up and you go out to work, please not say you're my son. Because my father was a pretty good speaker actually. So. Uh, and you know about how I how I actually overcome it. For him, self-development and helping others build their personal brand is not just a keynote speech or even a job. It's a way of life. And today, he's one of the top speakers in Singapore, yet he struggled with a stuttering problem until he was 18. I'm speaking to CSP, a certified speaking professional, Andrew Chow, also author of a series of books, Social Media 247, Public Relations 247, and Personal Branding 247. He has spoken in over 20 countries within seven years and addressed more than 20,000 people on the digital marketing, personal branding, Enneagram, public relations, and branding. Andrew's uh, Singapore Stories coming up uh, continues after the news, so in under 10 minutes here on CNA 938. Look up for those roadworks, PIE towards Changi Airport before Topayo Lorong 1, avoid lane 3, roadworks on Sims Avenue towards Changi after Aljunit Road, avoid the left lane. As Singapore battles COVID-19, there are those among us who work tirelessly and quietly go the extra mile. From the hawker who pledged free meals to the elderly to the cleaners keeping our estates clean. These are our invisible heroes. Who is your invisible hero? Share who it is with us and let us know why we should appreciate them more. Visit sginvisibleheroes.com or WhatsApp us at 90909021. Nominations close 20th May. Let's celebrate our heroes doing their part to keep Singapore going. Ode to our invisible heroes is made possible in partnership with Nippon Paint. Panadol Extra fights multiple tough paints. Singapore Pools for community purpose and benefit. KFC now with contactless delivery. And MediaCorp in support of SG United. I asked you what happened to me. Social media posts of essential workers being abused have been circulating in this circuit breaker period. So what do you think this is a reflection of? I get a first-hand look at some of the challenges those at the front line face. Are our essential workers underappreciated? Talking Point, Thursday 9.30pm on 5. More episodes of Talking Point are available on MeWatch.
you showed us that you understand Asia. The answer is 2013. There you go. Well done, Caroline. Oh, well done. You're the man. Thank Absolutely you. right. Bagus, bagus. <laughs> Thank you for playing the CNA 938 Understand Asia quiz. E-shopping vouchers worth thousands of dollars have been awarded. Congratulations to our winners. This is CNA 938, where you won't miss a thing. COVID-19 has affected many individuals and sectors. The impact on persons with disabilities and their caregivers is disproportionately huge. Many have not been able to access rehabilitation and care services when non-essential services are suspended, while others face greater difficulty getting food and necessities due to mobility challenges. During this uncertain and challenging period, the MediaCorp Enable Fund will provide enhanced support to vulnerable persons with disabilities and their caregivers with a direct and customized support to be rolled out progressively to meet the different needs of about 2,000 identified persons with disabilities requiring enhanced support identified together with SG Enable's social service agency, SSA Partners. These needs include cooked meals to persons with physical disabilities or those with visual impairment living alone or frail persons with disabilities or elderly caregivers assistance funds a one-time cash relief for families with multiple persons with disabilities as they experience both financial hardship and caregiving stress this could help defray some costs for daily expenses and last mile needs. For example, medical expenses or consumables and such. Respite care. Respite care to low-income elderly caregivers, caring for persons with disabilities to minimize risks of burnout and injuries from 24-7 caregiving. Essentials distribution. Fortnightly distribution of dry food rations to persons with physical disabilities or those with visual impairment living alone or frail persons with disabilities or elderly caregivers. You can help make a difference today. Donate now at giving.sg slash MediaCorp Enable Fund slash Care Initiative. And together, you and I can make a difference for persons with disabilities and their caregivers. Questions answered on the COVID Q&A. Can we eradicate the mutation or circuit breaker the coding of the virus? We have bats here even in Singapore. We don't see them jumping on and causing all these diseases. Only if it's sold in the market where there is a second animal. Is that right? The vaccine will train all the bodies that have been vaccinated to fight it, to have an army against it, to repel it. The COVID Q&A, weekday afternoons at 5 on CNA 938. is CNA 938. Understand Asia. 9.30 here on Nightlife. Good evening. Tripartite partners have issued clear guidelines for companies that have no choice but to lay off workers. But they maintained that retrenchment should always be a last resort even amid the difficulties faced due to COVID-19. In a tripartite advisory issued by the Manpower Ministry, NTUC and Singapore National Employers Federation, it said employers should provide retrenchment benefits to workers depending on their financial position. Companies in sound 
Financial standing should, for example, pay employees retrenchment benefits benchmarked at two weeks to one month salary per year of service. Those facing severe financial difficulties may have to let go of workers to save the business, but they should still do it in a mutually acceptable way. Labour MP Patrick Tay says he sees most unionised employers adhering to retrenchment standards, but he has called out on some non-unionised employers who aren't providing the proper support. We're starting to see some cases where employers actually do not uh, provide retrenchment benefits, but they're non-unionised companies. So we wanted to set this uh, specifically for this COVID-19 period. I do see uh, certain companies and, uh, and, and, and workers as well. Uh, being uh, laid off, uh, unfortunately, or maybe even terminated from their work. With the job support scheme subsidised till July this year, the Labour MP is in unison with the Association of SMEs. The retrenchments could rise once the government's payout ends. On the ground, they are seeing many companies, including SMEs, still holding the line, hoping for a recovery of their businesses after circuit breaker lifts. Kurt Wee is the president at the Association of Small and Medium Enterprises. In the third quarter, we expect to see some retrenchment or wage cuts. I think if you look at the typical uh, behaviour of a business unit, it would not be surprising for a business owner to consider maybe uh, reducing 20-25% of their wage costs. And reducing that can come in two forms. One is uh, by headcount cut. The other one is by wage cut. A lot of businesses are giving us the feedback that post-circuit breaker, they don't see that they're going to be able to go back up to even 50% of uh, turnover of the old levels, which means that you know costs corresponding have to come down. Singaporeans have been eating drinking and smoking more during the circuit breaker. The latest figures show sales of food, beverages and tobacco grew 3.5% due to higher demand. But it was a different story for other goods. Overall, first quarter domestic wholesale trade fell by nearly 10%. Domestic sales for most wholesale industries declined, and that includes electronic components, household furniture, metals and timber, and machinery. COVID-19 has also had an impact on foreign and wholesale trade. Weaker global trade volume pushed it down 12.2% on year. Petroleum products, chemicals and ship supplies were affected by lower demand and weak crude oil prices. Places of worship are working on plans to reopen with strict restrictions. They include allowing bookings for private worship and drive-through religious services. The moves come ahead of official guidance from the Culture, Community and Youth Ministry. All places of worship have been closed since the circuit breaker began last month. Terry Wong is the vicar of St. Andrew's Cathedral. Some of these were already being talked about and being discussed uh, in the weeks following the circuit breaker, say maybe 15 minutes, 30 minutes long, yeah, per household, right? And, and we'll roster our clergy and pastors to, to minister to them. So it could be prayer and counseling, or you can be present, uh, appearing in church to receive communion. There's also a possibility of drive-through, something that's drive-through. Uh, we, we are not close to the idea. 
Meanwhile, the Islamic Religious Council of Singapore, or MUIS, has told CNA it's still fine-tuning operational details, but it says when mosques open, precautionary measures like safe entry and temperature screening will remain. CNA spoke to more than 10 religious organizations and places of worship. All of them say they're seeking clarification from authorities as to what type of services they can provide, as well as guidelines for reopening. Here's Pua Luck King, Community Development Unit Manager at uh, Kong Ming San Pokoksi Monastery. Monastery. We are also seeking further clarification from the authorities, especially on the term private worship. The private worship part is slightly a bit subjective. People uh, might interpret that um, they are here to pray to their ancestor, so they will just pop, pop in. And, and to make their own personal prayers. But at the same time, we still need to make sure there is a certain a level of safe distancing in place. Headlines anytime at cna.asia. Here's a message brought to you by the Ministry of Communications and Information. The government has further stepped up safe distancing measures to limit the spread of COVID-19. Everyone must stay at home unless for essential trips. All must wear a mask when outside their homes, like on public transport, taxis and private hire cars, walking to or at markets, or if you're an essential worker at all workplace premises, performing both frontline and back office functions. You may remove your mask while engaging in strenuous exercise outdoors, but must put it back on after you complete your exercise. Children below two years of age should not wear masks for safety reasons. Enforcement will be flexible for children with special needs and young children aged two and above. It is an offense to disobey these measures. Offenders will face fines or prosecution. Everyone, especially our seniors, must stay at home. Do not go out unless you have to for essentials, but do so alone. Go home as soon as you are done. You must wear a mask when outside your home. Do the right thing. The health of all depends on each of us. Check official sources for information and do not spread rumors. Sign up for the gov.sg WhatsApp service. Go.gov.sg forward slash WhatsApp for the latest updates on COVID-19. The service is available in English, Chinese, Malay and Tamil. This message is brought to you by the Ministry of Communications and Information. Thirty-seven, and a check on traffic right now. We're seeing uh, roadworks, uh, Utram Road towards Chinsui Road after Utram Park. Singapore stories with Eugene Lowe. It was so funny. At eighteen years old, my friend was telling me, Andrew, if you don't cure this issue of yours, no girls want to date you, and that woke me up. So by <laughs> sure willpower, willpower, right? I actually, JC1, I remember I was first batch of Anderson Junior College. I was still stammering. And then over the December holidays, in 1985, January, when I go back to school, I was a different person. 
That's right. He had to deal with a stuttering problem until he was 18. Today, he's one of just a handful of certified speaking professionals or CSPs in Singapore. Andrew Chow's career of 30 years has seen him speaking in over 20 countries within seven years and addressing more than 20,000 people on digital marketing, personal branding, anagram, public relations, and branding. Today's Singapore story belongs to Andrew Chow. And nobody recognized me anymore. Not even my GP teacher and the rest of my classmates, because I overcome my psychological problem, uh, which a lot of people, if you're into adulthood and you still have this problem, it's very difficult to overcome. It's a, it's, it, yeah, it's some neural disparity, and there are very few research on it, and it's very tough to overcome. But I think most kids develop that you will go away, but not me. I suffer till seventeen years old. So, so yeah. and now. I got a CSP in the last year, and my father was not around to look at it. I'm sure he'd be very proud. Yes, I mean it's interesting, right? And if you don't mind me asking, I mean your father yeah. was a speaker; he spoke well, and yes, he was an authority a figure.、Um, but did he, to some extent, why why do you think he allowed this stuttering to 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 go on, or do you think it's something that he didn't think was a problem? I. I think partially he was giving me a lot of tough love.、Uh, so I give an example.、Uh, when I was five, you know, during those days in the early seventies, there was no such thing as calculate.、Uh, we don't have a calculator. We have no computer games. We have no more nothing. And he was forcing me to memorize the times table. I, I was five. I was forced to memorize two times two is four. Two times three is six. Until twelve. 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 One. Four. Four. I was memorizing all this, and you know, I was so afraid of him. Every day when I wake up, when I look at him, I was so afraid that this、uh, tyrant is going to do something to me, right? So、uh, when he beat me up, or、oh, it was terrible. So I remember we have a lot of rooms in my house because we were the landlord, and he would lock me up in one of the rooms. He would beat me up. He would throw me in one of the rooms. No lights, no windows. For hours, and he would open the door again, and he would beat me up again. So it was、uh, like a nightmare. So I think that issue developed out of fear for him, but the great, but the, the amazing thing is this: I never, never hated him because he didn't have a good role model anyway. Because my grandfather was unkind to him, so that was his way of training me. I understood even when I was very young. So I guess I was a very matured. I was an old man trapped in a small boy body. So, so I understood. What he meant is just that he couldn't express it as a Chinese.、Uh, but I know that at 16 years old, when I did well, when I went to college, he cried. So I do understand where he come from. And this father and son moment, this father and son thing, I think is, I think a lot of grown men has this issue with our father. You know, there's just something with our dad that we couldn't、um, forget, or it, or it's a thorn in the flesh. We just remember it. But I choose to remember all the good things, so I think、uh, I thank him it was, it for was making thinking.、Yes. Yeah, today because because of his training, I was so competitive. <laughs> so yes, and and and. And it was, and、uh, it was your own initiative when you turned eighteen. I mean, no doubt you had a powerful motivation, but you still had to do it yourself. So, yeah, how did you overcome your stuttering problem? Was it, ah,、uh, yeah, just、uh, it was, 
it was like a it was like a lightning it was like a moment eureka look just step out of it and i step myself out of it so and you may think that miracles happen uh, lightning suddenly strike twice but it does because it was always a mental resilience that brought me through a lot of hardship if you think this stuttering problem is challenging let me share to you another recent story one year before i got my certified speaking professional i i had a stroke december no november 15 2018 i had a stroke when i was in KL. i woke up my whole right side of the body was immobilized i couldn't i i couldn't move properly i was walking with a limb at first i I thought they were sleeping, uh, it was sleeping precision, you know, so maybe the bus circulation would take some time to come back. At five minutes later, I still couldn't move, and I know it's bad. I want to Google it, and you know what? I discovered my right hand couldn't type. And when I wear my pants, I fell on one side. Then, no, this is bad. I had a stroke. And I was in KL. I, I didn't take a plane. I took a coach back to Singapore. 12 hours later, when I checked in the hospital, my blood pressure was 220 you know i was pumping enough blood for two percent to survive and then i had a stroke they did a cat scan on my brain the whole the bleeding was so big it's as if a bullet went through my brain and the doctor told me andrew maybe in six months you can recover i told him doctor i'm a very busy man i can't afford six months how about one month he laughed he laughed at me, he said, miracles will happen. So I say, okay, I'll show you. So in one month, I did my own physiotherapy. I buy my own stress ball, I buy my own pulley. I was doing the physiotherapy at home. And then from couldn't write, and now I'm writing properly, I'm speaking properly. Can you imagine if you are a professional speaker and you are slurring, you can't walk properly, you can't write on the board. What else can you do? Again, I come back to my mental resilience. So, you know, this thing will always be with me, and I always remember. So, the first challenge was a psychological one. The second one was a physical one. And both times, I emerged triumphantly. Yes, you had, a, you had a very profound motivation. And that was to... What was that motivation, really? What, do you, what are you thinking when you overcome, and you want to overcome these seemingly... Uh, impossible thing, right? things right yeah like the doctor with a professional tells you it's not possible what makes you want to overcome them what is the strength because i think my i think all our minds are only being utilized for about a few percent there's so much untapped uh, resources in the mind and our mind is very resilient when your mind tell yourself you're gonna get healed your soul yourself all fall in line they take command from your words and your brain so if you tell yourself oh no i'm gonna take six months yeah i'm gonna listen to the doctor everyone will listen to the doctor doctor say six months you know and then if you pronounce that you know what your cell is going to hear it your cells are going to say boss say six months let's do six months do you know why i took one month to heal because i said one month on high side i should say two weeks <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, it is so amazing, right? You know, and 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 I don't know where the blood clot. So one month later, I went for a medical review, and uh, the blood clot was gone. I don't know where it went to, 
And you know what the best five words that the doctor says, don't come back anymore. You don't have to come back anymore. You know, so then nothing to say, but too bad they don't allow me to take a photograph of my uh, CAT scan before and after. I have to write in, but I have to report. So uh, it's very satisfying. And that is another victory story, you know, to, you know, and that is why I feel this COVID is tough, but, you know, compared to something that you're born with, something that you almost kiss death in the face, is scarier. Do you know a lot of people die in the sleep and they manage to wake up? I remember that morning was so different. I feel the world was so different when I woke up. So, you know, near-death experience actually transformed you even further. So, I feel that I have a lot of things I'm yet to complete, and that is just a warning for, from, from the above to uh, take care of my body so that I can uh, do more work. <laughs> One of just a handful of certified speaking professionals or CSPs in Singapore, which is the international gold standard for professional speakers, Andrew Chow there. Before he served as the president of the Asia Professional Speakers Singapore, or APSS, he also won the Covetous Spirits of Service Award from the industry. Andrew is known by the moniker at Ideas Andrew in all of his social media platforms. And our conversation continues after a check on traffic. Along Utram Road, there are some roadworks there happening towards Chinsui Road after Utram Park. Singapore Stories with Eugene Low. Actually, uh, to the credit of a lot of the senior professional speakers before me, I wasn't a pioneer, but I wasn't a big fan of motivation speaking because I believe that I want to inject motivation in even hard skills workshop itself. I think motivation should be embedded, weave into a lot of things that speakers should be doing. In 2013, he was listed as the top 10 most ex influential speaker in Singapore by the Singapore Business Review. And last year, he got his Certified Speaking Professional Accolade, uh, Certified Speaking Professional or CSP, which is uh, the international gold standard for professional speakers. I hear that here in Singapore, of the speakers based here in Singapore, only about 20 have been certified as CSPs. Uh, he's also the author of a series of books, Social Media 247, Public Relations 247, and Personal Branding 247. Today's Singapore story belongs to social media and public relations strategist, entrepreneur, and speaker, Andrew Chow. So if I just talk about motivation, it's like giving you dessert as main course all the way. All right? Yes, it's nice, but you can't take that all the time. You get sick of it. So i rather put dessert, put some uh, sweet stuff onto your food so that the food tastes great and you kind of feel that you had the best of both worlds, you have nutrition and yet, you have, and yet you're treating your taste bud, you know, um, you know, with a flair. And that is what I love to do. So I, I, I infuse motivation, inspiration into everything I do. I always do a grand opening and a good, a good closing even for workshop 
uh, even for training because I feel that that is a lot of things like mini workshop. And Andrew, let me just quote one of your lines. You mentioned that your motivation comes from, uh, well, you, you mentioned that you're not rich, but you help others with massive value and your rewards come from other ways. So let's talk about your clients. Who are these clients who you describe as with massive value um, and what are the rewards you get from helping them? The people I help are mostly my peers and people from Mahalino. Uh, they are small business, small business owners and they may be new in the trade. They may be starting out as trainers, as speakers. I always, I will always help them. But I find that the blessing and the rewards always come from my other corporate clients. I never imagined they would come and find me. So I have uh, agents, insurance agency leaders who want coaching. I have uh, MNCs who likes to have a learning webinar series that want to engage me. I have training institutions who want me to craft uh, virtual engagement training for their other staff. Uh, this morning, I had a chat with a listed company uh, CEO. And we're going to do a series of coaching and uh, and uh, rebranding and uh, new brand communication, all in the midst of COVID. So there are massive opportunities out there. You just have to position yourself. And there are some things I can't explain, right? I, did, I mean, I can only say that, that the opportunities will come at the right time if you have sowing enough. So just keep sowing. Because once you start reaping, the reaping effect, it's going to be continuous. The worst thing to do is to sow once in a while and expect a reaping to come in abundance. It won't happen. So we got to sow in abundance and then we will reap in abundance. So, so many times a lot of people sow, spare, sow very, very uh, irregularly and expect a lot of returns. It's not going to happen. There's really no escalator to success. Everybody got to take the stairs. You got to earn it. So that is my motivation. Um, yes, uh, I'm not a millionaire, but I think I wake up every morning feeling very rich because I have so much to give. And this is something that I would say, you know, without any reservations. You know, I'm not being modest, but really, I just feel that, yeah, how much can you spend? You're, you're, you are no lack of anything. All right, uh, I have all the modern technology with me. You know, I have uh, good enough clothes to be presentable. All right, I go, my travel is taken care of by my client. What else can I ask for? I have a house. All right, so so do you really need a lot of money? I'm not sure. All right, so for me, I think the remaining time shouldn't be spent making money, but making money work for other people. Yes. So yeah. yeah. And so that's my philosophy. Yeah. So I have to thank one of my mentors uh, in my early years of development. Uh, his name is Andy Lai. I got to say this. Uh, uh, he was, his thinking was very revolutionary. Even in the early 90s, he taught me a lot of things about marketing, about sponsorship. How do you link two unrelated things together and form a very powerful third-party concept. I learned so much of creativity from him and my mind has remained agile ever since for the last 28 years. So it's quite amazing that it's like your feet, right? So you can move very fast. It's like the mind is so well trained, you know, it just keep on well or you know, it just keep on generating a lot of things and you can't stop. So 
that makes me speak a bit faster at times and even in this interview I'm trying to regulate my speed you know you share as top person in this but that is the reason why I feel so alive you know so so uh, if you watch the movie Lucy right in Lucy's brain was was uh, at 20% 40% and eventually 100% and she feels so alive she feels like a superhuman so sometimes I feel that like I'm a superhuman you know, I can do a lot of things, have a lot of energy. All right, even at 53 years old, you know, I still feel that like I'm 35. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, I think that is the, that is life actually, you know, mm. you'll be happy. Yeah. So. And let's talk about another one of your ideas, Key People of Influence. Hmm. That's your company. Your, your, you founded it? Uh, that is one of my latest initiatives. Yeah. Uh, so, I. Uh, so this is my micro learning site that I have because I think learning without development is a very expensive entertainment. There are a lot of things to learn, but you know what's the problem? People don't develop. So I'm interested to develop people after they learn certain things and development comes from coaching, from consultancy, from mentoring. It's different. So first they got to go through micro learning and then uh, they must aspire to be people influence. So if they aspire to be somebody who is influential, who can make a difference, who contribute, then I'm willing to spend time with them. So that is a brand name I, I, I want to live by right now and I hope that the brand will attract the right people around to be associated with me. So I start with micro learning. After that, we progress to micro coaching and then we have mastermind group and then we can start a movement. But right now, you know, I think big, but I act local. You know, let's learn to start to do small things and not to get ahead of ourselves. Of course, we must have big dreams, but we make our way to it. So key people influence is really uh, a truck that I'm building, but we start with micro learning. So that's about it. Yeah, key people influence is actually very easy to find. So, uh, yeah, but I'm not here to uh, promote my site. Actually, I'm very excited to come here to actually talk about, my, talk about my life and my vision, which I've never done, never done in any interview. Okay. Right. But thank you for this opportunity to be oh. here. So even the time when I was a matchmaker, I was dating agency owner, I think my child record was 200 couples got married in four years, almost one a week, almost one a week. And I, and I told them, don't invite me because I'm not going to give you any angbao. So obviously nobody invited me, but I think it's great uh, uh, that I, I, my DNA is to connect people. So whether it's a business to business or people to people, I'm still able to connect. I'm very happy to do joint events and connect a few of my friends together. This has always been my modus of Randy and I'm very happy doing it. So it's part of giving and it's so fun every day, right? Every day I woke up, I'm so excited. And when I sleep, I tell myself, it's the last day that I'm happy. But frankly, I'm not ready to go yet. There's still so much things I want to do. <laughs> One of just a handful of certified speaking professionals, or CSPs, in Singapore, which is the international gold standard for professional speakers, Andrew Charles' career of 30 years has seen him speaking in over 20 countries within seven years and addressing more than 20,000 people on topics like digital marketing, personal branding, Enneagram, public relations, and branding. And you can find him easily on social media 
of course, at Ideas Andrew. And if you have a story to share or know someone who does, email me, Eugene, at mediacorp.com.sg. I'm Eugene Lowe for Singapore Stories, CNA 938. Understand Asia with CNA 938. Everything is online nowadays. So I saw how warm and helpful the community is. And also we want to keep everybody on the payroll. I have now healthy and tasty 